Salutations, people. We got Dank Frank bringing us in. Melody lives on. Salutations, everybody. I think everybody already inherently understands the answer to that question. Here's a quick list of some of the things that Joe Biden has been able to accomplish within his first 50 hours. <laughs> For our audio listeners, I'll describe it. Says we've lost a total of 52,000 jobs in oil, ended energy independence for the United States, alienated Canada so much that Canada is beginning to sue Biden, sent our troops that were in D.C. to sleep on the floor of a parking garage. Uh, we're now allowing illegal immigrants to be counted for representation in Congress. There's also been a complete halt on student loan forgiveness that he promised, a complete halt on the 2000 stimulus dollar stimulus program that he had promised. The list goes on, man. The list goes on, and we're just getting started. Boom. Salutations, everybody. Salutations. I'll be honest with you guys, the uh, the Biden regret memes are, are hilarious right now. The Biden the the Biden voter regret memes are fucking hilarious right now. Say, like, oh my god, he took away our job in oil. He lied. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, did you not think that he was gonna do that? He told you he was gonna do that. Yeah, all politicians lie, but I didn't think he would do it so soon. It's like, wow. Uh, <laughs> the 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 set the set on you, yeah. The amount of uh, Biden regret votes that are coming out right or, or memes that are coming out right now are freaking hilarious, dude. I tell you. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition of Instagram Live of Instagram Crew Day. It's Tuesday, and I'll be honest with you guys. I just got done uh, seeing my little bean grow. Ha <laughs> ha. My little bean that looks like a little, like a little, um, like a pinion, like a bean, like a lentil. It looks like a little bean, bro. My wife is pregnant. I just got out of an ultrasound and they said what? The baby had 167 beats per minute. That little heart's already cooking. So... I'm super fired up. So if you if, if if I drift off, it's because I'm thinking of my baby. I look they like they took a picture of it and it literally looks like a gummy bear. Like it I, they say it looks like a bean. I say it looks like a gummy bear cuz uh it looks like a gummy bear. It's like little hands are still forming. Its legs are formed, but it's its little hands are still forming and it's, it's exciting. I'm excited, bro. We have a uh, <clears throat> we have an appointment 12 weeks we have a 12 week appointment coming up. And we'll know whether or not they're a boy or a girl. We'll also do blood tests 
to see if there's any Y chromosome issues, you know, things like autism, Down syndrome. Uh, and we'll figure out from there whether or not they're a boy or a girl. But right now, everything looks looks as is, man. You know, um, the people, the technicians say the baby looks healthy, looks bigger than normal, which, which, which makes me pretty excited about that. Um, and yeah, man. So I'm, everybody keeps saying it's a girl. Why does everybody keep saying it's a girl? Like seriously, everybody, everybody's like, oh, you're going to get a girl. I'm not allowed to carry on my family name. I have to have a girl. What, the, what, what is that about? No, we're not having the baby in a hospital. We're having a natural home birth. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to watch my baby come through the birth canal and just say, you know, get here. I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited about a lot of different things, guys. Very, very excited. No, we're not going to have her in the hospital. I don't trust the hospitals. Um, I'm definitely not. I've never, as you guys can tell, I'm not one for pharmaceuticals or drugs or anything that has to do with traditional healthcare, Western medicine. I'm all about like the natural way of doing things. And so, yeah, we're having a natural home birth. Um, if not, we'll have one at the midwife's facilities um, and kind of take it from there. And I'm fired up, dude. I'm fired up. I'm about to be a dad. And uh, I think it's a crazy time to have a child, but I could not be any more fired up. Like, really, um, I think this is a good way for me to segue into talking about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the New World Order, all the things that we see taking place and more. That's why I'm taking it that much more serious. Uh, even before my child was cooking, I had told you guys, I took this, chapstick, I told you I had taken this a lot more serious because they had attacked my unborn child. They had attacked things like procreation, uh, sterility, infertility, all this type of stuff, dude. Um, I was listening to a talk show the other day and they were talking about how COVID is not the first biowarfare blitzkrieg that we've seen. If you think about it, it's the pharmaceutical industry. It is the oxycodones, the hydrocodones, the Zoloft, right? The Ambien, the Percocets, the, the, the what you call it. Um, what else do people shovel up their nose? Adderall, right? All that stuff. That was the first biowarfare blitzkrieg that we had encountered. And guess what? It nerfed a fair amount of our entire generation. Now come through, uh, now comes through COVID where it takes out the previous generations. You see, so uh, a lot of different things to talk to you guys about. Uh, very interesting world time, world space to be in, but it shows you that all of this is happening. Everything is real. This is not a joke. This ain't no game, right? You can keep playing, but this ain't no game. You can get your, you, you keep, you can keep doing stupid stuff, but you need to get your head in the game. Speaking of which, let me go ahead and get started and I'll fly through these topics and get back more into these memes. Biden's 50th hour in office and how bad he's already screwed up. Uh, Let's start with some of these intros. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive member program. Got it pinned right there. I'll also talk about uh, the importance of that. I sent out a message to them to join me on Telegram because I don't think that, I don't think Telegram's going to last and I also don't think Instagram's going to last. And there's some other things I have cooked up in the background that I'll let you guys know about in the future. Uh, cats out of the bag, it'll probably just be Patreon before we start, you know, migrating the other platforms. But if you guys want to support the work that we do, you want to be kept in contact, you want to ensure that we're able to deliver information to you, regardless of the censorship, support us via Patreon. I have a nagging suspicion 
that that feature, that that platform will become another safe haven for us as we move forward into the future. Because as much as I love doing this for everybody here, uh, the only way for me to, I feel like real talk, the only way for me to kind of continue to have, a, have the level of authenticity that you guys are used to is for me to put up a paywall. That way, if the fact checkers and any of these other people come in, they got to pay before they start ostracizing. As it stands right now, we have open source content that allows for them to peruse, fact check, uh, delete and things like this and more. Whenever we put up that paywall, that's a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a hurdle, uh, so to speak for them. So I'm not saying that now, I'm saying that's what's gonna come in the future. But till then, if you guys wanna support us, patreon.com forward slash free infection. I put it up before coming on to the air with you guys that, what am I not talking about? The, the, the global supply collapse is continuing to get worse. There are shortages of clothing, appliance, food, and other essentials. I put it up just before coming onto the air. Why is that important? Because during the break, we actually became official business partners with MyPatriotSupply.com. Now, I did not put, I didn't tag them as like an official business partner for this meeting. That's not what this is. Uh, this is me just letting you guys know that shit's getting worse. Stuff's starting to hit the fan. Everything I talked about last year is really going to come home to roost underneath the Biden administration. And, 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 and it's getting worse. Like here, let me see if I can, let me see if I can. Uh, let me let me see if I can quantify this better. Let me see if I can quantify this better, man. You know, on how how do how do I quantify the fact that gradually we were beginning to see all the resources and everything that we thought we once held dear gradually just decrease. Uh, that's what Agenda 21 is. That's what the Great Reset is. They want to get you used to lowering your standards of living. They want you to get used to seeing shortages. They want they want you to get used to that type of stuff. We are not going to have a lot of the things that were available to us in the past generations or even last year because of what's going on. Massive shortages are taking place. And if you don't think they're going to have... <laughs> if you don't think they're going to have riots... If you don't think they're going to have destabilizing events to try to get people onto the dole, you're slacking. You know, I saw, I, I'll, I'll say this and I'll fly through these topics real quick. I saw a meme <laughs> where it was kind of rude too, but it was of Trump supporters pepper spraying other protesters, but the protesters were shouting, Oh, I can't feed my kids now. You know, I lost my job. You know, these bread lines suck, you know, and, and other political comments. And then the Trump supporters were saying, go be stupid somewhere else. And the caption between for that spicy meme was you get what you vote for. And so when I started this transmission out saying that the Biden regret divide, the Biden voter regret memes are so spicy and crazy. That's what I'm talking about. You're already seeing people begin to regret voting for Biden. And the sad part is, is we can't sit here for the next four years and say, I told you so. We're going to be going through this process as America enters a post-industrial period to where we begin to see that socioeconomic reformation where everything kind of gets deteriorated. That's what the whole Great Reset was. That's what COVID was. And if you guys listen to our most recent podcast episode 
and any of season 10 or anything throughout Trump's presidency, I tried to reiterate that that's what Trump's purpose was, that Obama's purpose was to take us from a first world nation, drop us down to a third world nation. Trump's point was to come in here and raise us back to a first world nation status, only for us to enter into a second world status. This is where we're at right now, where we're kind of teetering. But you see what Biden's doing, getting us back in the Paris Climate Accord, uh, linking back up with the World Trade Organization, as well as the World Health Organization, basically showing fealty to uh, people like the World Economic Forum, the folks over there at Davos, and so on and so forth. This is not a, oh, let's worship Trump. We're, this is not what this is. What this is is looking at the facts. Trump's whole presidency was to expose and shine a spotlight on these things. We decided to go towards the dictatorial route, thinking that Trump was supposed to fix everything, when really all he was doing was find, uh, uh, shining a flashlight, shining a spotlight on these things. This was for us to see these global agendas, to see all these things go down, to see the, corrupt, the corruption, the coercion, all of it, and for us to respond accordingly. And so now, I said this towards the end of last week's podcast episode, now you have people who are willfully conscious and committed not only to evil, but to the acquisition of power that they can, ex that they can extend over others, okay? This is why reluctantly you've seen people like me have to step up to call these sons of bitches out and put them in their place. Towards last year, we talked about how escalation in order to neutralize is going to be one of the primary things that we need to do moving forward. And the reason I say that is because these people are radicals. They have been progressively radicalized for the past four years. And now, like a toddler that's been given a gold chest and money, a freaking uh, a, a platinum black card, they have all the power, all the money. And so they're going to sell us out as fast as possible. And so, yeah, we could sit here and laugh at these Biden regret memes. But the sad part is, is they're selling out our future. They're selling out our birthright. They're selling out our inheritance. They're selling out our future. The title that I chose for this segment of the Instagram Live is someone's question. Will America fall in 2021? Well, with a weak economy and even weaker morale, do you truly think that Joe Biden could unify the country? Will America fall in 2021? You know, I again, I thoroughly believe that people already inherently understand the question, already understand the answer to that question. But I don't think I don't think the fall is like a particular event. I think it's a a, a, a series of events. It's a, it's a pathway, right? It's a pathway because we're in the twilight of this once great republic. We have fallen. And when I say reformation, that reformation, renaissance, rebellion, whichever are you prefer, we have to go towards a restoration period. We are godless, wicked, degenerate scumbags that don't really care about anything. Uh, how long do you think that's going to last? Let me read this quick article and then I'll get back into these things with you guys. Uh, this comes from Nima Harris over there in Newsports. They put this up January 25th. USA on the brink of a terrible civil war. Millions told to prepare. 328 million Americans should prepare for a, quote, terrible civil war in the USA, according to hedge fund billionaire Ray Dalio. Quote, I believe we are on the brink of a terrible civil war. The Bridgewater... Assets founder wrote in a series of Twitter posts 
Quote, we were at an infection, inflection point between entering a type of hell of fighting or pulling back to work together for peace and prosperity, he added. Quote, our country is still in a terrible financial state and terribly divided. Dalio's dire warning comes as conservatives in America face unprecedented censorship and as the elites continue to consolidate wealth and power amid a pandemic induced by economic crisis. BusinessInsider.com reports that this was not the first time Dalio has warned that the U.S. could fall into a kind of civil war if political and wealth gaps aren't addressed. He has often warned that a lack of opportunity, income divides, and underinvestment in education could cause irreversible damage. And then it goes on to basically give a little bit more of a clarification on that. But at the pause and, and, and have a quick shameless plug to tell you to go listen to our minicast, Zebellion, where this right here is why for the next four to five years, we are going to see uh, pockets, pockets of destabilization, pockets of insurrection. Uh, we're we're, we're going to see like fighting. We're going to see like destruction we're going to see some pretty crazy stuff no doubt what i'm telling when i'm when i'm starting off the transmission telling you hey guess what there's shortages what are you seeing in your area what happens whenever those shortages cross state lines are you and a couple of other people in your neighborhood going to band together and reach out to other people in different states and figure out whether or not you guys can come up with some kind of supply chain because guess what amazon ain't coming i talked about it towards the end of 2019 uh, uh, 2020 that because of these whole defund the police movements, you have people, truckers, not stopping in certain cities, not delivering food because they can't, their, their protection can't be guaranteed. Guess what? You ain't giving food, but defund the police though. So keep compounding these issues over, like I said, a four to five year period. What do you think is going to happen? When I talk about this in my minicast, Zabellion, it says that that right there, uh, lack of opportunity, income divides, and underinvestment in education could cause irreversible damage. That right there is the recipe that creates Generation Z rebelling from this state, rebelling from society. Just last week with you guys, we had on people where we had talked about the casual conversation of a breakaway civilization. I let it leak some stuff I shouldn't, some things, some conversations I'm privy to of just that, of the breakaway civilization concept, of that kind of secessionary movement where people are saying, you know what, I don't give a crap, let these cities burn, me and my family are going to move over here. That is the crux of Zebellion. If you can, if you think my space cadet self is having these conversations, what about people who actually have the resources, the finances, the money, the connections and everything to partition themselves off from society? We had covered this as well. Uh, there were eight families in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, that broke off and did the very same thing. So this is not out of a realm <laughs> of, of, of feasibility for Joe Biden, or not for Joe Biden, but for Bill Gates to become one of the biggest owners of commercial farmland. He's having the same conversation. So but again, let me pull back. What am I trying to tell you? What am I always saying? We exist because government has failed us, that both parties have failed us. And now, and now that you see both parties failing, forming the uniparty, you see essentially our country collapsing. And as they form the uniparty, clicking up with these globalist, uh, 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 with these globalist aspects, these globalist factions, 
we're, we're, we're just seeing the total deterioration of our nation in the name of globalism. And this is precisely what globalization is. And so the question is, is will America fall in 2021? That's somewhat of the plan. That's what Trump was. That's what Trump did is he shined a light on all this globalist stuff. He said, are you sure you want this? Are you sure you want your money going to foreign countries? Are you sure you want a, over a couple million dollars going to Pakistan for gender studies programs? Are you sure you want that? Or do you want to be able to reinvest your money back in your community? Because what, what, what Joe Biden's going to do is he's going to pander till there's no money left. And then we're going to be broke as shit. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to pander to where there is no one, no one left to virtue signal to. You get me? And we're already seeing it. We are already seeing it. You know, again, just more on the globalization aspect. This is why Biden's slogan of build back better is what you see being parroted throughout all of these other nations, all of these other prime ministers, all of these other presidents and these politicians, all of them, because that's the slogan, that's the phrase, that's the agenda to build back better because they wanted to intentionally destroy and wreck the economy so that they could get people to become more and more dependent upon the system. See how that works? That's all of what COVID-19 was, is to destroy the middle class. So you had poor folks and the rich technocrats. So we had to operate on their platforms and that's it, right? And now they're starting this year off talking about the great reset at the World Economic Forum. Right here, Xi Jinping opens the World Economic Forum in Davos, pledges support for the great reset. I'll talk more about this this week on the podcast, but whenever he introed the World Economic Forum this year, Xi's main points were three, is as follows. The world should abandon ideological biases and coexist in peace and stop interfering with others' domestic affairs. Sanctions and new cold wars only push the world towards confrontation. He also says that he vows support for the World Health Organization, the World Trade Organization, and the Paris Climate Accord. Wow, that's so crazy because it sounds like that's exactly what Joe Biden did. You, you get what I'm saying here? You get what I'm saying here? I wish I could pull up some of these like Biden regret or Biden regret memes because they're so spicy. Let me just type it in real quick. Regret. <laughs> Even the machines are experiencing Regret. Right here, someone says, uh, I am a Democrat and I, and I regret voting for Joe Biden. So do all of my friends. This one right here, they put this up January 20th, 2021. This is by Raspberry Bomb on Twitter. It says, every, every day since election day, I regret voting for Biden more and more. Like I genuinely feel sick to my stomach about it. The more and more I learn about politics and the way this country works, the more I learn the more I wish I hadn't voted at all. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's so sad because we're screwed. We truly are screwed. It's like we're, we're, we're less than a week into Biden's presidency and people are already conceding and regretting their votes. <laughs> and and I'm, 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 I'm actually kind of sad, man. Here's the archetypal one. I'll say this and I'll, I'll get back into these topics with you guys. 
here's a series of four texts sent to somebody and they just took like a screenshot and um, it's basically somebody breaking down saying like you were right. Shit's, I'll, I'll just read it. it. Says you're gonna hate me for this, but it took him actually getting elected for me to realize that we made a huge mistake. He said, there's nothing you can do about COVID. Now my governor wants to open back up. You called this back last year. It makes sense. Nobody showed up to his events. Nobody streamed his speeches. My friend's dad, who does that pipeline shit, said he's getting laid off in March. I remember the media said Trump was lying when he said Biden would ban that, and he stopped the Keystone thing. And like you said, I did my own research and compared Trump's tax laws to what Biden wants. I can't afford that. Like the text, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Because now this person sees why 50 cents became 50 pence. And why Lil Wayne jumped on the Trump train. You get me? Because people are based in reality. But what happened with Joe Biden and this election is we got still, we got stole, we got shook, we got snuck. They sucker punched us. They took Joe Biden, the man that basically can't even finish the sentence and corrupt Kamala Harris. <laughs> they, they, they installed these people. They got the worst voting record, like nobody voted for them. They purposely put the least likable candidates in your face to show you the power that they have. Do you wanna know why that Bernie Sanders meme was so widespread? It's because they were saying, we know that you wanted Bernie. We know that you wanted Bernie. We, we, we see that Bernie would have been a viable candidate. But no, we're just gonna throttle him. You see, let's just, let's just put him in his little mittens and his little mask. Is that who you want? Is this your king? Is this your president? They purposely spread that, that, that Bernie meme to smack people in the face who are actually paying attention. Because they understand that Joe Biden's atrocious and not likable at all. The man, op the man opens up his mouth and he's a gaff, bro. Like, that's, 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 that is half of the trap and half of the deceit behind Joe Biden. And whenever I freaked out about this on the podcast episode last week, I said they went with an archetypal uh, uh, emperor model with, 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 with Joe Biden. They put somebody with a failing mental capacity who has no idea where he's at up there to be a figurehead so that they can only embolden and empower the system behind him. That's, ex that's, that's exactly what they did. And so now we're, we're, we're sitting over here laughing at this, uh, this corpse, right? This, this, uh, this decrepit, degenerate pedophile, who is our president, seems like, I guess, or whatever, we're distracted by how many gaffes he, he has, but we're not understanding the power that he has accrued. When I tell you that Biden is becoming an authoritarian, Kamala Harris is as well, think about how many executive orders he signed when, within, I think it's like 33, yeah, like 33. He signed like already 33 different executive orders. And this is not a show of fealty. This is a show of force. Like this is not a good thing. Whenever you're trying to outdo the previous president and then at the same time roll back some of the things that he's done, you have no idea what you're doing. You're, you're, you're still pandering. It's like you're trying to do president, but you're not doing it right. Like, think about this. I thought about this 
like here. I think this is the best way to put it. Zero Hedge has, a, has the article headline. Uh, Biden plagiarizes Trump with, quote, made in America executive order. Now, I'm not going to read that. But what that is, is that encapsulate how it, it encapsulate how, 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 how Biden's a shill, bro. When Trump can literally get companies to come back to America based off of like a literal phrase, make America great again, ready to get companies to come in, come start working with us. That's all off a of word. That's all off of speak. That's all off of like credit. But for Biden to literally sign an executive order saying, we're going to start doing stuff made in America. You're, you're, you're forcing people to adopt your ideology. You're forcing them to convert, which is going to only push them farther away. I hope that, I hope that makes sense right there. You can't force people into your ideology. You can't force them to accept what you're pushing. That's why he's got, again, the troops out there in the streets, show of force. It's so crazy that this president, the most popular president in American history, has to put troops on the street so he can get inaugurated. So powerful, so popular. Um, I'm still asking the question, where are these mythical Biden supporters? I hear so much about. I'm still waiting to find one of them unicorns. This is the clown world we've entered into. And that's the best way for me to describe going forward where we're going to go. Because right now, I think a lot of people are practicing uh, relative common sense, you know. But because things are going to get kind of crazy and stupid, we are going to enter a clown world that is so upside down. That, that, that we're going to see all of God's laws turn in its head. We're going to see all of nature being inverted. And it's going to blow your mind. It's already blowing my mind projecting these things. You know what? I'm going to play real quick for you guys a clip of a police officer. Oop. This is a spicy meme. It says, Donald Trump created the office of former president. Q never predicted that crap. I'm going to play for you guys real quick. This uh, video clip that we put up before coming onto the air, this is of a Texas police officer literally like walking into a store and threatening, like he, he, he harasses a man who's in store, out of the store. He doesn't have his mask on. You can see him. He's just like, uh, buying chips or whatever. But the cop comes in here into the store and starts threatening the man saying, put your mask on, threatens to tase him, detain him and arrest him for not having a mask. But that's not the law. This is all happening in Biden's America. Let's listen. I don't care what the governor order is. It is a city ordinance to step outside. Take the mask off. 
No, I pulled it up because it was no, slipping. You put it, it was exposed. Dispatch, start me another unit. I'm going to have to detain one. Put your hands right here. No. I'm not going to be detained. Yes, you are. I will tase you right now. You are in violation, and I gave you a lawful order. You have a weapon. Put your hands up now. Here. Dispatch, he's armed. Have the unit step it up. I've got him that taser for Get your hand up now. Wow. Dude, you're just dumb. Dude, you're, you're just dumb. Don't move. You move again, I'm gonna drop you. To protect and serve. To fucking protect and serve. What? Just, oh my god. It was dude. simple. All you had to do was step outside and put a mask on. Wow. Look at him. Shaking. Look at him. And that's where your taxpaying dollars go. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's to protect and serve what, dude? Come on now, man. And so well, you got people on the right that say, oh, we need to back the blue, back the blue, back the blue. It's like, dude, you don't understand how these are the people that are going to come arrest you and come detain you. They're a brotherhood in and within, the, within themselves. As much as I have respect for military veterans, a fair amount of our law enforcement officers and LEOs, dude, they are, they have been co-opted, you know, last week at the Capitol, whenever we saw all of those National Guard members essentially get deputized and given the ability to arrest people, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. This is the police state. And you have people saying, oh, well, these guys won't come take our guns. They're Americans just like us, bro. Yeah, they're American, but they ain't like us, bro. They're not like us. You know, they're not. You know, they say that they say that just like COVID, they say the guards in D.C. are supposed to be there just till March. 15 days to slow the spread. We're just going to leave the troops there till March. The troops are there forever. The troops are there to get you desensitized to seeing troops on the streets. Get you used to seeing that you're a suspect, that you're a problem. I bet you think about things. I bet you don't prescribe to the, to the, to, uh, I bet you don't prescribe to the party line. What are you, one of those free thinkers? Arrest this man. Look at this domestic terrorist. How dare he start thinking? You know, this sounds crazy. But like I said, and I covered this just last week, former CIA director John Brennan literally called out a wide variety of political ideologies that he had issues with, ranging from religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, nativists, and even libertarians. I'm like, whoa, nativists? What? How are these people domestic terrorists? Uh, but yet, what do you think is an acceptable ideology, former CIA director John Brennan? I would believe that those type of declarations right there would qualify somebody for making them a domestic terrorist because you're essentially declaring war on people who don't adopt your ideology. That's where we're at. Will America fall in 2021? Uh, they're trying. Uh, they're pushing. You've got people... <laughs> like Tulsi Gabbard 
coming out asking Biden, yo, have you declared martial law? <laughs> what are you doing? We don't do this here. We're not a banana republic. We're not a third world nation. What are you doing with troops out there on the streets? <laughs> there will be no war. I agree. And I've said this time and time again, and I think people believe it now. I think people believe it now. You know, sorry, I heard my neighbors yelling about something. They're for real, they're fighting about something, sorry. Um, Tulsi Gabbard asks Biden, quote, have you declared martial law? And I said this throughout Trump's presidency because while this was a good thing, I also understand that this is how the world works. You can't close one door without another door opening. Yeah, it's good that we're not going to wars and we don't have, you know, new war starting. Yeah, because that's the double entendre. The war has come. Home. Yeah, the troops have left their posts to come home and begin to police us. Yeah, for sure. That's why you're already seeing it with the National Guard. They got out of Iraq and Afghanistan to only come here to police us. And so whenever you see, like what I called last week, the ideological purity tests, people being filtered with, uh, in, in within that, that brotherhood, they're saying, are you truly committed to what we're about to do? We're about to do something completely different than what we were doing beforehand. I'm glad you're with the military. We're gonna take another step higher than that. Are you committed to this? Are you pledging your fealty? That's where we're at right now. So Tulsi Gabbard asking, hey, have you declared martial law? That's a valid question because we need to know what type of, where we're at. When you've got politicians, uh, former CIA directors, news pundits, and people online literally trying to wage war with 50% of the domestic population, I would say that it's an accurate assumption to say that we're in a civil war. That we are, that while martial law may have not been declared, we are in the soft forms of a civil war. I'd like to go back to uh, what I had picked out earlier from uh, President Xi Jinping, right? He had talked about how at the World Economic Forum, he wants to abandon ideological biases and coexist in peace and stop interfering with others' domestic affairs. I had to ask the question of former CIA Director John Brennan, well, what do you think is an acceptable ideology if we can't be libertarians, nativists, bigots, racists, fascists, authoritarians, or extremists? What do you think is? Communism? Socialism? It's very interesting how these people word things to tell you that your ideologies are bunk, they're fake, they're lame. You guys need to adopt ours. What this does is this turns into a convert or kill type of mindset, something that we've seen ISIS do. Either you convert to the ideology and to the propaganda that we're pushing out there or we're going to kill you. And they may not say they'll outright kill you, they'll just figure out a way to gradually move you out of society, you know, take you away from social media, take away your banks, take away the ability for you to have a job, you know, uh, take away your ability to, 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 pro to provide for yourself, limit your transportation, literally station National Guard troops outside your house. And if you leave to go feed yourself, well, they'll shoot you because you've been, de you've been deemed a domestic terrorist. You've lost your rights as a citizen and now you are a threat. 
do you see the dangerous days that we are entering into? And why at a certain level, it's not healthy for us to continue to debate, discuss, engage. We need to be doing different things. We need to be taking different angles. We need to see, we, we, we need to call these people for what they are, authoritarians, extremists, and radicals. And like I said before, at the start of the transmission, we need to escalate in order to neutralize. These people literally take advantage of our kindness and of our goodwill, and they run roughshod over us. That's a sad thing. And whenever we stand up for ourselves, they're like, oh, look at, look, look at these nativists. Look at, uh, look at these authoritarians. Look at these religious extremists. Look at these liber look at, look at these people. It's like, wow, does the idea of being a free thinking individual scare you so much? Does the idea of not being dependent upon the system scare you? We heard a whole lot of that last year, right? Hope we heard a whole lot of that, that we had to get people off of the plantation. We had to get people off the democratic plantation. That's what the whole hashtag walk away movement was is because you had these authoritarians, these people in power thinking that, hey, I speak for these, I, I speak for this demographic of people. I speak for this group of people. That's the problem with identity politics is you have other people giving you, you giving you your identity. We don't actually have ideas that we can unify on. That's what pulls people together. Not any of these labels, ideas, categories, labels, boxes, any of that crap, it separates people, it's divisive. But ideas, that's what brings people together. That's what people believe in. They believe in hope. They believe in freedom. They believe in peace, they believe in security. Understanding that no one can give them any of those things, that they had to go out there and do it themselves. Right here, look at this, look at this, look at this right here, right here. Planet Free Will, January 25th, report. The poor will take over a decade to recover from the lockdowns while the rich thrive under a, quote, rigged economic system. This is why they're putting the Great Reset, because they were able to literally siphon off the rest of the resources, the rest of the wealth from the people and give it to these technocrats like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Zuckerbot, Sergey Brin, and Larry Page. These are the people that now dictate this course of society. This is why you see businesses interfacing with government and why your rights, <laughs> those are archaic. Like Zuckerberg said, privacy, sure, that's old news. Everything is all about being interwoven these days because privacy is a luxury. Privacy is a commodity in this new world order. You want, you want to keep something secret? Not in this 1984 surveillance state new world order we have. Nope, nope, nope. You're going to tell us everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't tell us, your data will tell us. And if you don't tell us or your data won't tell us, well, guess what your friends will tell us? Because they take pictures of you too. This is the world. And so, as this technocratic society consolidates itself and assumes more power, we've got to ask ourselves the question of, do we want to be a part of this technocracy or do we want to 
create something new. The sad thing is, is we're literally going to have to do both. We're going to have to try to fight this ongoing battle of the technocratic consolidation, the creation of the new world order, the beast style system and more. But at the same time, creating a safe haven and an outpost, a Zion, I'm thinking of the matrix, uh, a Zion where people don't have to get born in this system, don't have to deal with this. You get me? Like last week or last year, every day strings together these days, last year, I started, when I started going to like local protesting, like connecting with all kinds of different people. One of the main things I started talking to people about, and this is before the, 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 the conception, before the baby got here, were conceived. I started having these crazy like waves of intense pressure telling me that we cannot wait for another generation to be raised up underneath this tyranny. Pure, plain and simple. I say it all the time that we exist because we were failed. Freedom faction exists because the left and the right failed us. We can only wonder what's going to happen in the future. When I talk to you guys about Zebellion, right? And how for the next four to five years, you're going to have Generation Z rebelling because of everything I've said here. They're going to take this stuff that I'm kicking at you and they're going to live it. I kid you not. We, <laughs> people think a lot of what I'm saying is just like rhetoric because I want to be whatever the fuck i'm telling you this because halfway i'm having visions halfway i'm having the information halfway people are telling me personal experience and i'm just synthesizing the information telling you this is what i see this, this is what i see these are the projections this is what it, what's going to take place and i'm telling you everything i'm breaking down to you right breaking down to you about right now is going to set off because the dollar is collapsing we have a very weak economy, very little job prospects, and we're not really building an infrastructure, right? Generation Z sees this. They see their mommy and their daddy failing. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to do something different. They're going to see this globalization take place, and they're going to have more of like a ruralization or like a localization or just like a compact. And you see what I'm saying? Like a, like a, break, a breakaway civilization. They're going to take that money that they make from Bitcoin and whatever else it is that they do. And they're not going to give a crap about like any of the things that we're kicking. They're going to do different things. They're going to see that they're going to see some of the some of the things that we've invested our time in are are a waste. And they're going to want bigger and better things. And when you guys go listen to Zebellion, you'll hear me talk about how the Pentagon planned for this. Because the very same way that they're calling us domestic terrorists right now. What do you think they're going to call those people to break away from civilization and say, mm, I'm done. What do you think they're going to call those people? Radicals? Nativists? Libertarian? What do you think they're going to call these people that don't want to put up with this crap? That got their money straight, got their stuff squared away, said, hey, you guys down? Yeah? Can I count on you? All right, let's do this. What do you think they're going to call these free thinking sovereign individuals? Terrorists. Look at these look at these darn terrorists tending to their gardens. Wow, that's pretty radical. That's pretty that's pretty extreme. Uh when when did when did grapes become grenades? <laughs> you you see what I'm saying? This is that authoritarianism that we're gonna see rise over the course of the next four years. And so 
while we see people breaking away, we also have to understand that because some of us are still tied into the system, we kind of have to sacrifice ourselves knowing full well that this battle is meant to be lost so they can give other people the time they need to get set up and get straight because America is collapsing and it's being done by design. And what I'm talking to you about is what they've hidden. Like they don't, they don't want people to, they don't want people to be self-sufficient. They don't want people to be independent. They don't want people to, to, to be free thinking. They don't want this. They don't want people growing their own food. They don't want people getting themselves connected back to nature, getting more localized. They don't want that. What they want is dependency. That's why they told you, you were not essential. Come to us so you can get your money. You need that stimulus check, right? <laughs> like it's, it's actually very sick, but because you've, again, got people who are so helplessly dependent upon the system, they can't see anything outside of it. They can't, they can't comprehend. Well, why would you want a smaller government? Well, why would you want a small, why would you want less this? Don't you want more? This is the, the this is, this is the political wake of consumerism, of materialism, you see? Realizing that we don't need more goddamn government, we need less. More government is what's got us here. But because again, you've got people hopelessly dependent upon the system, never comprehending what life could be outside of it. Well, they say, well, if you just have more laws, people will be happier when it's the exact opposite because you can't, there is no law for morality. You can't legalize freedom. <laughs> And this is where we're at right now. You have people who think that if we just have, if we just keep adding more and more executive orders, everybody will be happy. We can, we can, we can use the law to get this social justice agenda across. We can. Oh my God, I'm talking smack, dude. Because slavery was legal. Does that mean it was moral? <laughs> and this is. Oh, oh my God, dude, it's hilarious. It truly is. It would be evil if it wasn't so hilarious. Twitter launches Birdwatch, a liberal fact-checking feature that's designed to combat misinformation, but is actually meant to silence Christians and conservatives. Company plans mass rollout of humanoid robots to replace workers in healthcare and education. California lifts state stay-at-home orders statewide. Governors Cuomo and Newsom decide to ease the COVID restrictions following a Biden inauguration. Biden vows to replace the entire government fleet of nearly 650,000 cars and trucks with electric vehicles. <laughs> you know, where we are at right now, and I said this last year and I'll say it more often than not this year, we're setting the stage for Agenda 21. If you go read the documents, if you go read Agenda 2030, everything that's happening, right? George Orwell's 1984, Brave New World, right? Behold the pale horse. If you, if you go do research, you'll see where we're at. Fahrenheit, what is this, like 451 or four, whatever that Fahrenheit movie is, right? We are in a interesting bind. And so that's why I don't sugarcoat stuff. I tell you guys straight up where we are at 
what we need to do, how a lot of us have to be willing to get rid of some of the luxuries and things we have because those are traps designed to keep us domesticated, comfortable, happy, and safe. We have to get rid of those things, embrace the uncomfortability to really start making progress. I was watching something the other day and it said, sometimes severity is the cost of progress. I was like, oh my God, that, that makes so that Oh my God, that makes so much sense, dude. Because candy ass, lukewarm behavior gets us nowhere, dude. It truly doesn't. Here's another quote for you guys. And I'll, I'll let you simmer and marinate on this. It comes from Arachialus or Archaeolocus. It says, quote, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. I'll say that one more time. We do not rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. What are you training for? You just training to talk shit on social media? You just training to be a grammar Nazi? What are you training for? What are you investing in? What are you building up stamina to endure? What muscles are you developing? Do you see this shit? What are you doing about it? Do you want to live? Do you want to keep living like this? Or are you going to let ignorance be the reason that you didn't take action? Well, I just didn't stop. I'm just one person. Uh, I don't know what to do. I thought somebody else would do it. Damn. Oh, man. Well, you know, it's prophesied. So I ain't going to do nothing. I get realize that whenever I jump up here in front of you guys and play these games and do all this nonsense, right? I'm playing games. I'm acting funny. I, uh, I'm silly because whenever I get off the air with you, I'm definitely not fucking silly. I'm definitely doing the work. That's the problem. People came up over here on social media acting like we were supposed to have fun. No, 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 no. You're supposed to do the work. Come here. Tell us what you do. Move on. Come back, report, do the work, get going. That's what we were supposed to be doing. But remember what I said about comfortability? We decided just to sit here and wait. What happens when we don't have any more time to wait? Because whenever all this stuff starts hitting, like it is now, we will not have time to repair. All we're going to have time to do is react. And that's not a good place to be. You do not want to have your back against the wall trying to fight against this. You want to have roadblocks. You want to have backup plans. You want to have alternatives. You want to have safe havens. You want to be able to figure out, okay, if this fails, what can I do next? If this fails, what can I do next? If this fails, like, how's the saying go? If you don't plan to fail, you, 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 or if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> and they have just beat that out of us. They have just beat that that idea of preempting. Like, like we are so insulated, dude. We are so insulated. We think that, oh, we're the cat's meow and nothing will affect us. And then when stuff hits us and we get hurt, well, oh, God, oh. We think, my God, how could this happen to us? We're Americans. That's probably why they say pride comes before the fall. 
and why you need to check your ego at the door because you don't know who's in this room. We are, we are, we're somewhat behind the ball, but I would hope that this gives us a certain advantage that our adversaries don't have. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about here briefly with you guys was, was the, the civil war question mark. Uh, and I say that because we're already in a cold civil war. We're already in some type of altercation, some type of, some type of, some type of event. But the reason I put this, the question mark behind the civil war is just last week, John Victor, who I hope joins us again for the next segment, talked about when reading uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab. He said that while reading this book, Schwab himself admits that war would not be good because war is bad for business. Can't have people killing themselves. Nobody's buying anything. War is bad for business. You tear up the regions, you waste all kinds of resources, people ain't happy, you gotta waste all kinds of blah, blah, blah. The Great Reset, the real wars that will come are, are, are from the resources. That's the real war that's gonna come. Klaus, that's, that's kind of what Klaus Schwab is alluding to, I'm sure, in his book, that war is bad. We're already, like I said, seeing the supply line break because of COVID. You imagine a war busting out, people not being able to get food, people not being able to get water. I'm not talking about climate change or geoengineering or weather modification. I'm just saying you're not able to send food because you're, 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 your business partner is having a fight right now. So to a degree, war is bad for these folks, and that's okay. They have another way to kind of put the squeeze to us. That's what I mean by the resource wars. I'll talk more about that in another segment or possibly next week. But what I'm saying, the civil war, question mark, because I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think we'll see a silent, subtle subversion of the, nat of, of, of the natural flow of things. That's why you have the left calling for secret police, disappearing Trump supporters, reprogramming them, doing all this crazy stuff because we're already in a civil war. Last week, I had talked to you guys about how we need to have effective resistance techniques because we're, we're, we're under a siege right now to a degree we've been occupied. We've got a Chinese communist spy as the president. And within like the first 50 hours of his presidency, he basically declared war <laughs> against his opposition. So when I say civil war, civil, civil war, maybe, yeah. that's what I mean. Civil war, yeah. <laughs> maybe, that's what I mean. Because you have to ask the question of, well, if this is maybe the mode, we need to act accordingly. But see, your adversaries will never announce themselves. Precisely, Miguel. That's why we're considered terrorists, because they have declared open war, open season on us. This is why going, and I'm glad you're in here, Miguel, one of our exclusive members. This is why going forward, you're going to start seeing me flood the exclusive members with PDFs on uh, guerrilla warfare is the easiest way for me to summarize it. Like, resistance techniques, books, PDFs, videos, testimonies. I'm going to have to start studying like strategy and, 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 and tactics and stuff uh, because 
dude, it's going to go, it's, it's going to get live. And being in the position that I'm in, I don't want to give, I don't want to give advice that's going to get my ass like caught up by the feds. But at the same time, we have to understand that we are in a war and being in the position I'm in, the information that we give out there to people could help them. And what we are dealing with is something very, very sophisticated. And so I'm in a weird position. And just like that, the page has become something else. You see how that works? You see how we became, we started off sharing spicy memes. Now we're sharing uh, uh, pictures and vi we, we were sharing pictures, videos, um, and media that people were catching of military equipment being moved around the entire country. And look at where we're at now, talking about military strategy, tactics, effective, effective resistance uh, uh, strategies and things like this, like guerrilla warfare. This is crazy because your, 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 your enemy moves silently and that's where we're at. And so <laughs> it's, it's getting crazy. It truly is getting crazy. Uh, trying to not necessarily war game all these things, but break these things down in a simple fashion that is a comprehensive, coherent, and understandable without threatening or scaring people. It's very hard to stick to the information knowing full well the implications behind the information. Because <laughs> sad truth is, guys, I could be considered a domestic terrorist for doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I could be a, I can, I could be considered, what is it, like an information terrorist, right? An information terrorist or, or, or a thought criminal. For looking at the headlines and thinking, my God, how long are they going to get me? This is, this is where we're at right now. So we have a lot of interesting things to talk about in this coming week. But unfortunately, it's all stuff that we have both expected, not necessarily preempted, but foreshadowed. You know, right here, academic study finds big tech elites are in their, quote, own class, different to the rest of humanity. An article that comes from Zero Hedge, they put this up January 22nd. And it says an academic study carried out by researchers in the U.S. and Germany has concluded the big tech elites are completely different to all other people on the planet and can be placed in their own class. Makes sense because they basically vampired the wealth out of the rest of the people. I could see how these vampires are in their own class different to the rest of humanity. And so I could be considered a threat, a domestic terrorist, uh, an, a, a thought criminal for literally trying to express humanity in our dystopian time. I'll say this and I'll go ahead and start closing this segment out for you guys. <clears throat> I, um, you know, I was at the gym the other day and uh, I hadn't been there for months because of the mask. And I had to don the mask to get back into the gym and some of the old folks that I hung out with at the gym pretty regularly were all excited to see me. And, you know, 50, 70, 60 year old dudes coming up to me saying, it's very dark and dystopian, EJ. Some like, 
So it, it, it just doesn't feel weird. It feels like a Twilight episode. Again, these are 50, 60, 70 year old people needing me to help them while they're on the bench, you know, or helping them with the chest press. <laughs> um, or, or homies you help get onto the elliptical, you know, or, or, or these, these, are, these are older people, right? But they're even able to notice the dystopian days that we've entered into, the almost science fiction level creepiness that we've just found ourselves in, to where they literally have to feel like they're having these conversations with me, saying like, "I'm I'm I'm kind of worried about some of these Biden supporters. I feel like if I move my mask too too much down, they might kick me out of the gym." I pull my mask down and say, fucking let them. My goddamn money spins the same. Let them. But I have to understand these are 50, 60-year-old people. You see. And so that's why I'm trying to bring it to you guys' attention. That this is no longer something that we wait for our parents to take care of. Wait for that other generation to do something on. Let's just wait for our leaders that have been co-opted to do something. Yeah, no, they never will because they're being paid to sit down. Last year, I'll say this and start closing out for real. Last year, when I told you guys that to a degree, I feel like a generational responsibility to dealing with Black Lives Matter, Antifa, by any means necessary, the Boogaloo Boys, however you want to look at it, I I have a generational feel and responsibility to dealing with these people because our parents don't know these sons of these people. Our grandparents didn't have to deal with these people. We got to deal with these people. And you understand how disrespectful our generation is? They will kill that older generation and laugh about it. So if we don't escalate in order to neutralize these people, well, guess what? They're gonna use your kindness against you. And that's where we're at right now. And so a lot of people are having to get out of their comfortability shells to literally look at what's going on, to see these generational problems and they've got to ask doing a gut check do i want to do i want to do i want this in, do i want this to persist or do i want to change do i want to take part in the change or do i want to be part of the problem and what i'm telling you that our lackadaisical slack approach towards this is what enables it we've all got to start doing better guys <laughs> I'm talking to myself half the time when I talk to you guys. I, 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 and this is why you hear me sometimes get angry with myself because I understand all the things I'm talking about are heady, intense, and sometimes to a degree overwhelming. But if our, and that's what I'm saying this all the time, dude. If, if the previous generation really would have done their part and taken that extra step, and not only educating us, but equipping us with the tools that we needed to fight this, we wouldn't be in this, this situation. A lot of these moves are coming out of desperation because we're being backed into a corner because of the multiple generations that have failed us. And now we don't get that luxury to sit back and watch. We have to do something. I just pray it's not too much too late. You know? That's all I can say is I can only hope that 
whatever it is we do, when we do it, however we do it, I can only hope that it's what's needed, man. Because it does worry me. Um, it does. It really does worry me. You know? But uh, complaining never hurt. Complaining never helped anybody. Crying never helped anybody. Getting upset never helped anybody. It's only getting focused that helps people. It's only getting organized that helps people. It's only getting impassioned, emboldened, and empowered that helps people. Because when you get empowered, when you get excited, you excite others. You inspire others. You set brush fires both in the hearts and minds of men and women. We can only hope that there's still enough light out there, still enough fire to burn, still enough material within us to spark that kindle, man. Let's hope it hasn't been smothered because of technology and social media clout and influence. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more. I, uh, I, I won't lie. I didn't really have many topics. Here is this week's show notes. Bing, bang, boom. Super short. But I did talk about it all, though. America falling, building back better. Biden being like an authoritarian civil war, guerrilla warfare, effective resistance techniques, resisting groupthink, dismantling force slash divesting from big tech. Uh, I, 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 I did the best I could with the time that I was given. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more on the other side, answering questions, playing clips. And there's a couple other things that I wanted to get into here with you guys. Um, but I'll save it for the other side. Uh, so, yeah, give us about quick five-minute break, and then we'll be right back, uh, joined by you guys and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. I learned, I learned a lot, and I learned that, uh, I learned a lot. Anyway, uh, Bo, uh, Bo is associated here. Anyway, the point I want to make is, uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. I learned black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. What I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean. You know the thing. You know what I mean. Come on, man. What I have to do is I have to continue talking about the things. Come on, man. I came down here because I. Remember the first bumper sticker I saw? I learned that uh, I got hairy legs that that, 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 that that turned blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. And I learned about kids jumping on my lap. I love kids jumping on my lap. Oh, uh oh, I'm in trouble, trouble. What are we nuts? Dead, dead, dead. You know, come on, man. Give me a little break here. Get a life. Taking cocaine or not? What do you think? Huh? Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds, what I mean. Come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot, you know. Come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean. You know the thing. You know what I mean. Come on, man. You have a problem figuring out what you're from here from, and you ain't black. Come on, man. The corn pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. I can hardly wait to meet with that guy who is the stable genius. Come on, man. I am, uh... Very willing to let the public judge my physical and mental filth. 
my physical as well as my mental fitness. <laughs> Come on, man. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids. Come on, man. I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. I know a lot of weed smoke. Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. But I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Why the hell would I take a test? I am, uh, 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 man. What the fuck, In a world where secret powers are at play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war and you have precious little time to save yourself. It's a slow process which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis. With a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all the schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. time bomb is ticking with every second the disaster is coming closer and closer the danger is real
Salutations, guys. And thank you for tuning in to the second segment of Instagram Crew Day. Salutations, Lori. You missed, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll keep you up. I'll tell you in a second. We got the Singe bringing us in with their song, Smoke. stuff for you. Katherine Sam says the chickens, bruh. The chicken. She wants me to talk about my chickens. Yeah, I'll do a I'll do a I'll do a show one day where I'm out there in the chicken coop. Sit with my chickies. You know, I, um, they're growing pretty fast too. I got store-bought chickens and then like naturally grown chickens and the naturally grown chickens are like surprising me with how fast they're growing up. It trips me out. But I guess that's, I guess that's organic versus GMO. <laughs> so very interesting. Um, we're going to be joined by you guys in this segment hopefully taking questions and going over uh the waterfront from people's perspectives wherever they may be um here let me do a quick news blitz and uh we will do a quick news blitz intro and then we'll go ahead and get started uh, study power naps recharge the brain improve mental sharpness and it lowers the risk of dementia this comes from the drudge report feed uh, this other one also comes from drudge report feed it says angry farmers storm india red fort and challenge to modi yeah that's right because a there's been a massive farmer uprising in india uh, because the green new deal or Agenda 21 and what they're doing over there and it's getting hardly any coverage uh, so while the farmers are uprising in India, right here, meet the people paying 55 million each to fly to the space station. So while you have farmers uprising in parts of India, you have other people spending 55 million dollars to go to space. Uh, this comes from Zero Hedge. Biden confronts Putin on Navalny and Solar Winds hack in the first phone call. Yeah, they're trying to make it seem like Biden is competent against Putin, Putin, <laughs> when that won't work at all. The social justice, UK unemployment reaches four year high because of totalitarian lockdowns. Yeah, not only did the masks kill the economy, uh, but ineptitude did. This comes from the blaze, Antifa death threats convinced conservative journalist Andy No to flee the United States. Yeah, Antifa is out there I told you guys, they're making death threats about people like myself. There you go. Andy No, uh, one of the most prominent conservative journalists documenting the rise of the extremism of Antifa is fleeing the country because they, they started death threatening him. They probably figured out where he lived, figured out people that were close to him, and just systematically threatened him. 
right here. Mayor aims to turn small town into QAnon USA. Very, very interesting days. So here are a couple of the topics that I had wanted to, to, to try to talk about in the previous segment that I was unable to. I'll say this and then uh, I'll say something else and then we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, dismantling forward slash divesting from big tech, pharma, media, as well as the Illuminati. Uh, how to decentralize power. This is what it's, it's in parentheses right there. How to decentralize power underneath like divesting from it. More ways to get involved in the community beyond local government. Helping others organize, uh, create and how creativity combats conformity and essentially a pro-human renaissance-based future and how we are in a war of ideas. So those are some of the topics, subversive elements of information on social media, if people wanna talk about that. Uh, that's some of the stuff I kinda wanna get into and if I don't get into it here with you guys, I'll get into it next week. Maybe, maybe not, uh, but uh, some of you guys said I was gonna have a girl, bro. What's that about? Am I not allowed to have a son? I'm the middle child of three boys. It only makes sense for me to have a son to continue on my name. And I got nothing against girls. Actually, I'd be, I'd be all right if I had a daughter first and then like a son. You know, that way I could spoil the crap out of her and she could take care of her brother, you know, but I think I should have a son first, but what do I know? It's in, it's in God's hands. I'm grateful for whatever I get, be it a boy or a girl. I'm grateful. Um, <laughs> uh, that's just me being silly. Let me do these quick updates and then we'll go ahead and get started with you guys. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program. As I told you in the previous segment, I believe that platforms like Patreon and Subscribestar are going to be the, the outposts, the last stand, the final, the, the, the businesses that allow content creators to access their platforms will be one of the last redoubts that we have to go to. And so I'm not saying, I, I haven't built up like a infrastructure only using Patreon, but I believe things like GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, and more, information like what we have is going to go beyond a paywall. And that's just a natural order of things. You have people that want to produce, and then you have a, a system that wants to, to throttle that. If you guys want to support this operation, you want to be able to secure the information, bypass censorship, and ensure that it gets to you, Join our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. We are trying to figure out being aware of everything and more, how to combat this and how to, how to, how to not be so caught up in the drama, but at the same time, have a, have a, have a system where we're still able to connect with you. I don't want to say join our newsletter or something like that, but you get, you, you get what I'm trying to say. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program. Uh, there will come a time where I don't do all of this for the public. I will do this for the people that pay me. Sad truth. As much as as much as people don't want to hear that, like, oh, you know, do 
slave away. Wait, do this. I won't. I'll just keep it a thousand. HC Vianto, y'all can chill out with all that Discord crap. It was a waste of time. Did not do Discord. Telegram seems more feasible. And if you say, oh, Telegram's getting cut, go to Discord. I'll say the same damn thing. The links to join any one of our outpost operations, be it on Telegram, Discord, MeWe, Minds, or Gab, Float, any of the other platforms that you can find us on, look. But I am not going on Discord. I don't actually trust Discord. Discord actually saves, it, it saves your GPS location data. It, 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 it interfaces with all kinds of other apps too to get your data, not down for it. So we're not doing Discord. There's your answer, homie. Uh, hit the link in our bio, join our Telegram. Shucks, join our Signal. Join us everywhere else where I'm gonna be other than where I'm not. And again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash free infection exclusive membership program. Because real talk, you see how many different platforms I just shotgunned out right there? That's why I'm not trying to do all that. You imagine me trying to have an individual post for every single platform I just listed right there? That's a job. That's a job. I would pay somebody to literally be our backup poster for all these platforms. I ain't going to do that. I got too much stuff to do. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction because there will come a time where I won't do all the extra. I won't have time. I'll be sitting here juggling a baby and taking care of everything else. And I'll say, listen, I'm on too many goddamn platforms. If y'all don't want to help me, cool. I don't care. Here's the people that are going to help me. I'm going to work with them. So yeah, Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. That will be the last redoubt where we operate. And if you guys want to support us, you can do so there. So, uh, going into the break, we were talking about the Great Reset, resisting groupthink, the decentralization of power, and how the technocrats are trying to consolidate it, and how they have essentially declared war on any free-thinking individual, or, as former CIA Director John Brennan put it, nativists, libertarians, and religious extremists. How dare they have any free-thinking thoughts that aren't approved by the system? In this segment, I want to be joined by you guys, the audience, getting your thoughts on comments such as that, uh, what you've portend to see in, underneath a Biden administration, uh, things like Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the New World Order, the technocracy, the scientific dictatorship. We're in it. We're in the New World Order. And I'm very curious to see what your guys' perspectives are. So what I'll do is I'll... <sighs> Oh, let's go ahead and get somebody else on. Constitution quoters, huh? They call us constitution quoters, eh? Shucks. Let's go ahead and start getting people on, and then uh, we'll we'll continue from there. Lucas, join. Join us. Lucas. What's up, man? Uh, a little bit of everything, my friend. How are you? You, man. What about you? I'm hanging in there, trying not to lose my mind, trying to seem cool, uh, doing the best I can, you know. You know. 
Yeah, man. And Talk to me. What's happening? I'm, man, watching the news over here. This, how much? Four days? It's crazy, huh? How are, are people already regretting Biden in your area? Or do they, or are they already nah. shaking their head as they see us just, like, falling? No, nah, they're not. They're not talking about anything about this. Really? Yeah, man. What are they talking nah, about? Yeah. I'm curious. It's too much uh, stuff happening here, too, you know? Like... Because you're in Brazil, right? Yeah. So, what's Bolsonaro doing? People don't have jobs, and... So, like, the economy here is not good. Lockdowns. So... People can't pay attention to this, you know? Like, they have jobs. Other, so they are not talking about this. Not now. Let me get your thoughts on that. Because I think, I think everybody understands that, understands that unemployment is about to skyrocket no matter what Biden does. What are people's mm -hmm. thoughts on, I guess, like building up an economy, like doing anything different? Do they understand that the lockdowns are causing this? Are they protesting for jobs? Like what, what is the heartbeat of the folks of Brazil right now? Bro, like, I'm on stage that I, I don't talk about this anymore, even with my close friends, because, like, I am the wrong in this, these talks, you know, like, it's crazy. So I just stop it. I live my life, you know. So because, so because you're informed, educated, seeing what's going on, they think you're the bad guy because you're trying to talk about solutions? Yeah, man. Because they, they like, they pay attention about science. But see, hold on. That's funny, you know. But like, I can't argue with this, man. So I just stop talking because I'm going to start, I'm the point that I'm going to start losing some friends. So I, you're going to wake up in your time. I just have, don't, I don't have time to do this anymore, you know. Yeah. I'm just living my life. But I can't blame you, bro. A lot of this, a lot of this is designed to rob us of our time, of our energy, of our passion, of our drive to do this type of work in the real world because we get upset trying to duke it out with people either on social media or trying to convince people. So I hear you, man. Sometimes you hit a wall to where it's like, why even bother? You yeah, because... People who are addicted to their propaganda and they don't want to learn anything different. That's the fun thing, man. Like, sometimes I post some stuff, but like, how we can uh, try to wake up some other people in this platform, like, don't make sense. Even, like, you trying to do a lot of work here, but, like, you you got censored. Like, you can reach so, so few, so few people, you know? It's not, it's not like, you, you cannot reach, like, 300,000 people like you have. There's no way, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what so, about... Oh, no, go, go ahead. Nah, this, this cancel culture, you know, like, yeah, you're going to post this. So, yeah, you're going to be canceled. So, fuck it. But is this, is this a culture or is this like an ideology that we should bend to? And the reason I ask that is, is are there people, new friends that you're making that are aware of this that want to do different things? 
because I feel like, you know, this, we can't have people that blindly just go along with this. Yeah, there has to be people out there that see this and want to start doing other things. And I'm sure for wherever people are, they're going to manifest a renaissance or a rebellion in their own way. And so are people in your area at least trying to talk about fighting back or, or at least identifying the problems and who's causing these types of things? Or, or have they just been, they're just, they're, they're just been put down. They don't care anymore. Oh man, I don't know this, 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 this stuff. So like break uh, common sense of people, you know, like people, people wearing masks, like in the beach, like out, like, uh, (laughs) in the middle of nature, like this, oh man, in the, inside of the cars, like I can't, I can't argue with these people, man. It's like talk to the wall. Like, like I can do this shit. No, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. But, uh, like, I, I, I thought that it's funny. Like, uh, New York and California open up again. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this, how how can people don't don't see this? Like, man, only three days of Biden, like they open up stuff. It's it's it trips me out. We, t- we, we mentioned the article headline, I'll read it right here, just so we can get on the record. Governors Cuomo and Newsom decide to ease COVID restrictions following Biden inauguration. And so what Luca was talking about is how, thanks to Biden, COVID's gone now. <laughs> thanks, yeah, Biden. Funny. He got rid of COVID just like that. That's how it works, yeah. bro. People, people have become so helplessly dependent upon the system that they can't think of a life outside of it. Like whenever, like what you said and this article right here, I remember thinking about last year, Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan basically boasting, saying that if you want to get rid of the lockdowns, vote Biden. And I thought that was like some kind of smack in the face type stuff. But no, she was, she was serious. She, these people understand what they're doing, politicizing a virus, propagandizing people, breaking down their willpower, forcing them to be dependent upon that very system that's robbing them of their rights. It's very sophisticated. Yeah, for real. It is. And the thing, I don't know when it's going to end, like, because the vaccine's going to take too long, and, oh, man, it's crazy. Dude, we... I, I, I was watching, like, a documentary called The Belly of the Beast, man. It's crazy stuff. The Belly you of the Beast? Yeah, the, the the director cut, like, but it was like uh, two hours talking about like rituals, DC, a lot of stuff, man. The belly of the beast. Is you it on never YouTube or right? Yeah, I can send you in. Uh, I can send you a messenger with this. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Because at this point, and I feel like that's probably what's going to end up happening, bro. We're going to get to kind of like a, a, a bunker defensive type mindset to where the agenda now is not to go out there and try to wake people up and convert them. The agenda now is to be a safe haven and like a, an outpost for people that want to get woken up but don't know where to go. I feel like that's, that's the angle we got to come from now. We have to start saving books downloading books, 
like downloading PDFs, printing off documents. Like we have to start taking the information off of these platforms, holding on to it and creating like a bunker and a base for other people that eventually want to wake up, but don't know what to do or where to go because we can't convert all these people right now. We literally have to try to start working with the people that want to start working with us. And so please send me that link. I'll, I'll, I'll try to attach it to this video uh, before we get it up because at, at this point, we need all the information we can get. Yeah, for sure. But what, what, what do you think is going to happen, man? I, you, you saw some video that Biden is like signed some papers and he's speaking like, I don't know what I'm saying. And come always oh saying, shut up and just saying, oh my <laughs> God. Oh my God, dude. But that's like, that was like within his first week, too, dude. Within his uh, first week. He's like, you, see, yeah, you see him sitting there. He's got the executive orders, just like, what am I signing? And we've all, we've all had like old people that come around that have like dementia or Alzheimer's yeah. and they have no idea where they're at. And they're like, ooh, ooh. And I mean, God. You know, God bless those people that suffer from that disease. But this is not a, this is not presidential material. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, we have a man that has like a, a, a cognitive deficiency leading us. We will become retarded <laughs> underneath this. It's oh, it, uh, it, it's it, crazy. It trips me out, dude. It trips but me man, out. when when I saw his speaking, it's like he's gonna die, man. In in a few months, like he's too old too. I don't know. He don't cannot lead some country. You are practicing common sense. You're not lying to yourself. You see somebody up there who has clear mental issues and health issues, and you're saying this guy doesn't—he's not going to last long. You're 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 practicing common sense. What they're trying to do is propagandize us and lie to us, telling us to accept this lie as if it's a fact. So you're you're fine. The problem with us is is we're having to entertain this lie, acting like everything's okay. That's the dangerous part. Oh, Luca. I think, uh, oh man, oh, Luca's left. Luca's, they didn't leave, but I think the termination got canceled. Shucks. Darn, he's right though. You know, you look at, and that's, 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 I don't, I was thinking about this earlier today when preparing for the show, you know, social credit score, President Xi Jinping, Beijing Biden, you know, creepy Uncle Joe Biden, uh, China Joe, and I was thinking about this earlier. One of the things they're going to do underneath like a Biden administration is definitely institute like a social credit score system. We saw in China with President Xi Jinping that people were able to compare him to Winnie the Pooh. So they literally censored Winnie the Pooh out of the Chinese information sphere. They will begin to do the very same thing here. We won't be able to talk about Biden's failing health. We won't be able to talk about how he has cognitive impairment because that's too real. We'll be able to be, we'll, we'll have sarcasm. We'll be able to make jokes, but they won't let us say that the emperor has no clothes. We, we, we all don't want to live underneath this lie. The emperor has no clothes. This man is failing in mental capacity, like he can't be president. Shut up, you racist. Shut up, you nativist. 
Shut up, you religious extremist. Shut up, you Trump supporter. Shut up, you authoritarian. Shut. You know what? Stop thinking. You know what? We don't put your mask on. What are you doing? You're not allowed to have a thought. This is the dangerous aspect of the world that we've entered into to where we literally can't call out the very people who are carrying out things to our disadvantage. Like people on people on some of these forums that I've just stumbled upon recently, they're hilarious, bro. They call Biden Jiden with like X I X I D E N. Yeah, Jiden. Because Beijing Biden, creepy Uncle Joe, China Joe, because he sold out. And it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy to see them make these connections, not only with memes, but with like radical hate, dude. Because they're seeing these people literally, literally give their, give their worldview over to China. Because what's happened now is we no longer have politics or ideas that govern us. We don't really go by like the law. We have now become like lawless. You get me? And so whenever we have adopted essentially a foreign country's way of ruling in our own nation, we're headed quickly towards disaster. Let me read real quick uh, from one of these. <laughs> Let me read real quick from one of these uh, comments on one of these forums. And it says, and more Biden regret voters. They put this up 22 hours ago. It's by uh, Jesus Juggs. It says, quote, I work with a bunch of people who hate Trump, including my boss. What makes it worse is the fact that we are a very small business that deals with churches and construction. I'm not a, I'm not a construction person, but I do admin work. Well, today, a bunch of them were sitting in the office bitching about how Jiden was ruining the economy by increasing the minimum wage. Mind you, these same particular people were doing, quote, victory laps and dancing around the office on Jiden's inauguration day. Didn't take that, didn't take too long for that to change. I don't think my eyes could roll any farther back into my skull. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, you guys got to get some of these. Um, you have got to get some of these Biden regret memes. They are so spicy. They are so bad. And it's true. But. At the same time, we've got to look at how some of these can be opportunities to wake people up. That's what I was talking about with our previous guest, Luca, that we no longer should be trying to convert or wake folks up. Sad, sad truth. For doing this for so many years, being censored, and I guess behind enemy lines, however you want to look at it, we should not be trying to wake people up. At this point, we need to think about what ground we have covered what we still have, and again, get into that defensive, bunker-like mindset where we act as, again, as an outpost for people to leave the system because a Biden regret is a real thing. People are going to be waking up and saying, oh, shit, it just wasn't Trump. That's why I voted for him. And then they'll see that their paychecks get smaller and smaller and that they're unable to feed their family and the taxes have gone up and the gas is shooting through the roof. But he told you he was going to do this. He told you, I'm going to raise taxes. He told you, I'm going to get rid of oil and gas. Yeah, the whole industry. So as, as we go through this transitional period, we have to understand that Biden regret is an opportunity for us to wake people up and at the same time bolster our ranks and fortify our position. Think about 
what we are doing, really fortifying our ideas, you see. Somebody in the chat, Alien S, Alan SAP, whatever your name is, Alan Sap, Alan.sap, says, wake up, GameStop is the next Tesla. He's not too far off. People are, people have very little hopes moving forward. And when we're talking about the technocracy and the scientific dictatorship, the easiest way to get across a lot of these ideas is to put it into a video game. They are the most unaccessed demographic of people who are not politically active. And all they would literally have to do, as they did, I think, in Minecraft. They did it in Minecraft. Uh, what's that other game called? I don't play Xbox. Um, where you shoot. All of them, you shoot something. God, I'm having an old folks moment for sure, dude. Fortnite. There you go. Fortnite. They did it in Fortnite where they had like a massive TV screen and they had nothing but like Hillary, Hillary Clinton propaganda and like anti-Trump, anti-American propaganda. So if they did that in every single major video game, they could definitely propagandize a fair amount of people. Call of Duty, Roblox, Grand Theft Autos, you know, Fortnite, Fallout. There you go, bro. The next Lord of the, or the next Skyrim, the next Elder Scrolls, whatever it is, all they would have to do is begin to propagandize people, and over time, their will would be broken. If not with the Xbox One, or the Xbox S, or whatever it is, the Xbox Infinity, the next one. You get what I'm saying? But here, let's go ahead and get real people in, and then uh, we will continue on. Let's go ahead and get Earth.Evolutionary on. I love that name. Earth.evolutionary. Salutation, Earth. Or maybe I should call you Terra. Yo. You're on, bro. Holy shit. What up? <laughs> What's good? This is a mystical map, brother. How you been? I was about to say, you changed your name. <laughs> No, this is my uh, this is my original account. Perfect. Yeah, I, I have like I have like a shadow side. I feel like everyone has a shadow side and the light side. My my shadow side is like a, a little bit more of a rebel. But my good. this is my my good side. You know what I mean? So. Well, I'm glad I got the good rebel side, and I'm glad <gasps> you're joining us. Yeah, I'm all here, brother. Talk to me, man. What's going on on your end of the world? <sighs> you know, it's it's one of those things where you just gotta, like with all the chaos going on with people realizing what's going on with Biden, you just gotta like breathe, man. You just gotta like really breathe, slow down and really recognize the big picture. Cause, um, there's so many different elements. There's so many different elements going on that it's, uh, it, it takes, it takes a bit of uh, oxygen to really recognize things. I mean, it, it's an, it's an awareness thing too, but you just got to slow down and not, you know, jump to conclusions on things. Cause, like for example, um, I think of Trump and 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 the part he's really playing, and what could be going on there is like because <sighs> I don't know, man. It, there's just there's just so many different elements. But I'm just gonna say one one for one for sure that that could be going on is is he's having to leave the White House um, in order to set up a separate sort of yes, you know. Uh, element of control to where they can they can attack from the side because they're in the white house you're kind of like a sitting duck you know so it's almost like the new white house has to be like a moving caravan sort of deal 
Now that's one, that's, that, that's like the good, that's what we hope is happening. Or he could be working with the Biden administration and they're more trying to cap on the people, which very well could be the, the thing too. <laughs> just, to, so, just, just to interject right there, because I definitely want to touch on that. That is a real, that is, that is definitely something I thought about and it should be highlighted um, just yesterday. And I guess this came from the office of the former president, a statement from the office of the former president. Donald J. Trump, after setting up his office in Florida, put out this statement saying that the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, formally opened up the office of the former president. And so to your point, I definitely agree with that, because when, when you're in the hot seat, when you're in the White House, you're kind of your hands are kind of tied politically. That's why people wanted him to do more actions than he could, but he couldn't, given the role that he was in. This is why when you play chess, a king can only move in certain directions versus a queen that has full availability of, of, of the actual platform. Donald Trump, and, and this is just my political speculation, Donald Trump had to step down from the White House in order to get a lot more things done. And I think that's what we'll see over the next coming uh, couple of years. But we'll, I'll say this now, I don't know if it'll be good or bad because while he might be advocating these things, you can see how they're already setting it up for this type of activism uh, to be considered the acts of domestic terrorism. So I, I definitely agree uh, with, with, with your position. Maybe he had to leave the White House in order to achieve more, um, but it'll be very curious to see what comes from there. Right. I like to see it as almost, almost like a three-man chess game. It's, it's like obviously a chess game between two different sides with Biden and, and Trump if they're not on the same team already. But maybe maybe if we looked at the people as one other side and all this pressure that's just building between all sides is just helping us get smarter. Yes. Um, and, and hopefully in the end drop our defenses and come to a sense of we need to all three sides work together, the people, Biden <laughs> and Trump, because all, it it is it is two mafias going at it. Trump and and Biden they're just they're just two massive money powers just colliding, and whether they were able to synchronize and then co come against the people in some sense that's my fear. But the thing is is where the real power is is with the people. Yes, I mean I mean they don't they don't stand a chance. Either side doesn't stand a, a freaking chance against the people, and so if the people can really realize their power and come together. Dude, those two sides will become our puppets. Let me get your let me get your thoughts on this real quick. Something I kind of see popping up a lot lately is people no longer talking about the left or the right paradigm, like the left wing right right wing paradigm. I see them just admitting it full heart and calling it the uniparty now. Just say we understand that both sides, like you said, they're two sides of the same coin. The uniparty has basically weaponized and organized itself oh. against us. What are your thoughts on that? The Uniparty is one that really freaks me out because, because, um, for one, they haven't, we haven't had any um, reconciliation with the human trafficking and uh, child trafficking and, and all that Satanism and stuff. So, until we, until that all comes to light and we've had restitution with all that stuff or, or some sort of you know, coming to uh, agreement of how that stuff ended. Um, we don't know who's controlling that uni unified party. So I don't, I wouldn't trust that sort of deal. I, I would think that that's the, um, 
<laughs> that would that could be malevolent beings, you know, puppeteering just the people that are in power to uh, to, to put that on. Um, and I don't think the people should stand for that. And I think they probably they probably would be marketing marketing that a lot. I know that they're always trying to call for unification yeah. with Biden and stuff. And you know, every every office that does it always try, tries to call for unification. But you got to be wary of that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I had another quick thought, but it definitely like escaped me. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was kind of in, kind of in line with the Uniparty, but it was also uh, like what I see happening right now is civility being weaponized. People have the ability to do things like here, here, here was the point. There was the point. Yeah. You had mentioned how there are malevolent beings that are, they're controlling some of these puppets that we see. When we look at people like Nancy Pelosi and even Biden, these people are probably in more change than we are. They have to wear the mask as well. Who's telling them to wear the mask? <laughs> yes, like, for that, that real. Thought, that thought popped up in my head earlier today. It's like, we're getting mad at puppets, but we're not understanding <laughs> that even the puppets are controlled. Dude, I know you're 100% right. Because it's like, I think the one thing I think of is... Uh, bill gates <laughs> mm -hmm. and how he's all he's all on tv talking about what he's orchestrating and as he's going over this this the stuff that he's discussing he grabs his water and then sips it like like the frog like but i don't know anything about this like almost like setting off the meme like this ain't none of my business you know what i mean like that's yeah. that's, that that's the look he gave into the cameras like the the, the kermit the frog look like like we're being forced to do this stuff, you guys. That's mm -hmm. that's now whether they're faking that to make it just to give themselves an out later on, that could be part of it too. So you, you always gotta you know look in the background, but certainly like all of this uh blackmail and, and things that are going over like big money heads, we have to be wary of for sure. I agree, bro. Like it's it's you're right whenever you say like the like civilians are the strongest part of this trifecta of both government, of whatever the institutionalized system is and then like society civilians people are are the ground they are the foundation they're the strongest part of this trifecta but i feel like we have just been systematically beaten to a point to where we are not reminded of our power and whenever we have conversations like this or at least like inflection moments in history like this where we realize like these people are fakes these people are real these are the jokes. We are the ones that hold the whole power. We're going through a process of like what you were saying earlier of restoration, of restitution, where, we are, where we're beginning to reclaim our power. We're calling these people out. We're saying, hey, again, the emperor has no clothes. This person has no power. Recall this person, fire this person. We seek a different, we seek a different answer and a different approach. But because right. we listen to our servants instead of forcing our servants to do our bidding, it's a different situation. And so right. we're just at that point in history where we're re relearning our strength, reclaiming our sovereignty, picking up our tools, picking up our resources and saying, you know what, if this is what you're gonna do, we can go do something else. Right. That's, th that's the way it has to be. It shouldn't reach a violent altercation. It shouldn't reach some kind of flashpoint. It should be a simple and consistent conscious decision to do something different because if not, they're they're setting us up for us to destroy ourselves. Does that make sense? Right. They're they're banking on it. 
and they're 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 not only banking on it they're preparing for it they're they're doing everything they can to keep us disorganized i actually got a video i'll send you it's uh i don't know if you know sasha stone but they had a great interview and i was able to record part of it and man they're doing everything in their power to break us up the, the app uh um part part let's start with a p um parlor parlor dude i don't know if you saw the owner of that that person looked like a freaking robot bro and I, I don't know, probably not even, maybe it was a real human. It doesn't matter. What matters is they created that app to get everybody on it as like a security app where people can communicate. And then just the time when we needed everyone to be communicating, they took it off. And then That's the owners, the owners, and the owners were like, oh, well, they turned it off. There's nothing we, they weren't even, they weren't even like raising hell. If I was the owner of that app and they did that, I would be like, yo, our people need this now. I'd be like, all right, I, I'm starting a new app on this. I, I, I would, I would totally like start something. But the owner was just like, "Oh, well, it happens, you know. They they got all the power. There's nothing we can do." It was like plant, man. Like they got everyone on Parlor, and then they shut it off. It's just no. You're 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 right, bro. Like they, I've had some people come to me and say like, "Hey, the Parlor logo is like an Israeli shekel." <laughs> <laughs> And, and, no way but, but they're right but no but they're right like, well, it, it, it makes sense <laughs> because of exactly what you said right there they basically did a pump and dump they allowed for parlor parlor to seem as if it was like a social media alternative from all these mainstream social media platforms and then right whenever we needed it like the avatar it just disappeared and i think information came out about their servers being hosted by amazon's web services and so that's like one of the reasons why they weren't why, why they were unable to get it back. But you're right; he didn't show as much of a fight as I would have liked. I mean, it was a woman, and she was a robot, bro. I swear, she was AI just just sitting there. Oh yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> like, like, see, that's, fucking, that's your whole livelihood just going down the drain. It's, it is what it is. Uh, no, you fucking dude, they, fight for they, that shit, man. They reached out to us, I think, last year around either May or March. I forget which month it started with an M. They had reached out to us. And we thought about we thought about working with them. We started migrating over there. We started posting our podcast episodes. We were going to have a platform migration during like the seasonal break. But during that whole seasonal break, like three weeks, it was gone. I was like, so there, there, there goes my triumphant return. You guys aren't even fighting for for us to have a safe haven. Right. And so I get frustrated because these people contact us. We promote them. We think they're on our side, and then when push comes to shove, crickets. Was this Parler? So are, left was this still Parler? Who was this? Parler. Parler still, yeah. Dude, yeah. it's funny, because now that you mention it, it being a, uh, what, 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 what country did you say it was from? Uh, I think it's a, I think it's American made, but the logo itself it's, is a Israeli shekel. Israeli? Dude, that makes so much sense. Israelis, they own everything, don't they? The, uh... It makes sense, bro. They're they're they've got they've got a whole agenda, and it's absolutely goes right. along with their religious beliefs, man. And it's 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 a, that's why you can't talk shit on them because they actually have a law against it. The, one of the only only people out there, man. It's like it's like how do you transmute something like that? Because literally, we can't we can't run after a bull and and tell it you know to sit down. It's just gonna knock us the fuck out, you know. So. Excuse my language. <laughs> You're fine. It's like that's really what it is. It is like a bull, and we're sitting there with a red flag, and we have no idea how to use it though. 
but like we got to like make friends with this thing and actually make it human you know so we can all like have a great happy earth here not have like one company over another it's like it's like we're building he a heaven on earth a paradise whatever you want to call it i mean that's whether it happens or not we have to have like the end goal in mind and focus on how do we get there so when we when we come against this bull that just thinks it's right and everyone else is wrong how, how do we how do we turn it to love and how do we turn it against those parts that are actually viruses for the whole of humanity because i think they're they're so blindsided by what they want that they don't even maybe they're i mean maybe they are part of the malevolence the human trafficking i i don't want to believe that though i mean, well, I mean what, we what, saw we saw it last week bro where Twitter was able to profiteer off of the child porn that they are showing on their platform. It's like, so, so Twitter has, you can, you can look this stuff up. I have not, but I'm sure you can scour through Twitter and find endless amounts of child porn, but they're allowed to operate. Donald, Donald Trump can't have a platform, but people who are known child sex traffickers and child pornography procurers can openly operate there and on YouTube. It's because these people see us as a commodity. You had mentioned it earlier. How do we have a platform that treats us like this? When everything is free, we become the product. So at a certain level, we have to start having, asking that question, what are our rules of engagement? What are our own terms and conditions? Because moving forward into this new world order, this technocracy, this surveillance state, we have to understand that to some degree, we're gonna be surveilled. This is kind of why I've, I've, I've been pushing for us to make money off of the off of the data that is mined from our activities on social media, because everybody else is making money off of our activities. We're not. Everybody else profits off of our data. We don't. And so we right. kind of have to ask that question, like moving forward, how, how do we navigate this? You were asking I, it too. How do we navigate it with, with, with uh, social media platforms acting like bulls like this? We, we just have to figure out how to, again, how to define what our terms and conditions are, what our rules of engagements are, because this is going to be our new reality. And we have I, a, go ahead. I think what it really comes down to is, I mean, the bottom of it all is the, the evolution of mankind, recognizing that um, in order to suffice those avenues of self gratification for law, for, for, <laughs> need of a better word there some sense of 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 um rejuvenation so so like you said when you say these companies are taking advantage of us in every way when it comes to information and things how do we how do we gain a footing in that that realm well we have to come to understand that there is a bigger picture and so when we evolve to understand that we don't just make our bed in our house we make our bed for our world so what does that yes. mean that means we have to look at all the different elements and make sure that we're contributing to those parts that actually get back to us. Now it may not get back to us in a greater way. It may be a smaller way, but if you do all these different elements providing um, uh, your little bit of energy and it comes back to you in a little bit of energy and you're doing that in, in, in all these different avenues, that's really the greatest way. So I think tying it back to what we talked about earlier is are we, are we fighting against these different mafias? How do we, how do we, transmute them to actually help them serve the the collective soul we have to make sure that we are keep ourselves accountable where we're putting our energy and we got to yes. make sure that that you know whether it be trump's team or we're not using this for an example trump's team or biden's team okay 
if we're going to be putting our money in either one of those pockets, you know, whatever company organization is representative of those different avenues, we have to make sure that those companies are giving it back to the people. Yes. It's almost like, it's almost like that, that Toronto field of society where it needs to, there needs to be a, a cap at the top to where the, all the extra comes funneling down to the people at the very bottom. So those people can rise up as, as they're meant to. I talk about this in one of my podcasts, one of the recent ones where I'm trying to align our society to a newer, newer, greater flow. And there, there, there has to be that there has to be a, a, a not a socialist system only, but there has to be some sense of building up the bottom to those people that, that haven't been seen. Um, and then implement them back into a society that really cares, you know, but there, we can't lose that capitalistic sense of, you know, we're here to, to renovate and get better all the time. We have to, we have to have the, um, um, that, that two cents of build, but you know, we can't, we, we got to hold ourselves accountable too. So it's a tricky thing, man. There's, there's that accountability is a tough thing for, for people that are greedy. So, I mean, and the, I mean, the, the, the fix of that is just to help these people really find peace within. You've got all these millionaires. They don't feel like they're enough and they're, you know what I mean? Like I read an article on that today. It's like, there's so many rich people out here that are depressed and sad and all they want to do is make more money, but they don't realize it's not where they're finding, you know, satisfaction. It's actually, you know, healing and self-actualizing. People don't know how to do that these days. So yeah, you to create the... No, I, I was just saying you touched on a fair amount of, a lot of, a lot of points, definitely a lot of things. I'm interested in and that I talk about over here as well, conscious entrepreneurism, uh, counter economism, you know, voting with your dollars, voting with your lifestyle, having that pro-human renaissance-based future where we're creating like a self-sustaining economy that generates wealth, but at the same time producing productivity. Right now, I feel like something about our science, however we're running stuff, giving it to the AI, however you want to describe it, it doesn't zero out. It, 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 it always ends up negative. It's never positive. Like this is why we are just so screwed right now. And why when you have common sense conversations with everybody else, they understand that the system is screwed. The system's going against us. Something about how the higher ups are running things is designed to always, always end up in the wrong. And so I think what's, I'm not sure if you listened to us in the first segment, but I talked about Zebellion and how driven by malaise, lack of job opportunities and all kinds of other things like that. The next generation is essentially going to break off into their own type of civilization, their own little community where they do everything we're talking about right now, where they come up with their own jobs, their own resources, their own infrastructure, because the current system that we are on right now is heading towards zero. This is why they're saying the great reset because they understand they screwed up. They understand that whatever happened, whatever industrial system they had, I think it produced a fair amount of wealth, but what they're trying to do now is control that wealth and manipulate it so that you could only be successful in these allotted, in these allotted groups. And what I mean by that is towards the end of season 10 last year, we talked about how the Pope met with MasterCard, Visa, other major credit card companies, and more to create what they called inclusive capitalism. They created a group of essentially elites saying, we want to be the guardians of capitalism, the guardians of inclusive capitalism. It sounds like communism to me. 
But what that is, is them saying, hey, we're going to cap things up here. We're going to have innovation hubs. And if you don't start pres prescribing or advising different ideas that are within these, these categories that we like, we're just not going to accept it. We're not going to give you funding. And so we already see them setting up uh, the one world government, the one world system, the one world economy and more. And so what this is doing is pushing individuals like ourselves to say, well, we don't want that, but we still want to have society. How do right. we practice conscious capitalism and counter economism, economism to have that pro-human renaissance-based future? Because this is not that. What this is, is totalitarian, authoritarian fascism, a global corporate government that's designed to rob us of our rights. And so what we are doing right now is piecing together what are we taking with us as we break off? Because I don't think, like, I think we already inherently know a lot of the, a lot of the thoughts and the topics and the things that we've even dis discussed here will not be permitted going forward into the future. And so we have a very slim opportunity to not only crystallize these ideas, but I, at the same time, actuate them. And so we're, we're, we're seeing that great separation. We're, you're seeing other people of other nations have this very same conversation, seeing how globalism is affecting them and saying, well, how do we break off? And so it's, 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 it's kind of like that toroidal field that you were saying, as the power goes over there, you also have energy coming over here. So it's, it's, it's crazy the days we're in. Yeah, I mean, I think in the end, um, having things branch off and people go about their own way of making things successful and beautiful, I think in the, in the end, that's probably what's best. We've gotten so one-track-minded yes. in the sense of like cities and the way things are supposed to be ran, but we're, we're running into an innovation meeting separation, which means you know, I don't know if you saw Black Mirror with the one where they're they're having these really nice houses out in the woods, just like far away from everyone. It's like you have your entire grid all in your house. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and nice cars, whatever, what have you. You know what I mean? Or it's just like you can power your car right there at the house and just drive. You know, that that's that looks beautiful to me. And at the same time, we'll have a lot of people moving on to countries. We'll have these city dwellers with tons of empty houses. We already have six empty houses to every homeless person. It's you, United States is absolutely ridiculous when it comes to greed. Like we, we've got so much going for us. It's not even funny, but the people are, 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 they have the fear ridden sense that we need to survive, but really they should be thinking, how do we thrive? Because there's yes. so much available to us. Um, so even if they did bring this, you know, monolithic capitalist kind of control system to us, it may not be as bad as we would think so long as these, the, the people that are bringing this to the table are actually some sense of benevolent. They, they see themselves in the, in the lower class and want to make sure that this, this, uh, um, this flow would, would be actually beneficial for the people. Um, I, I, think, I think what's happening right now is there is a dying breed of the older generation that was full of greed and pride and, harbored a lot of negativity from past generations. And I think the newer generations that are coming up, they fear in some sense, they see a lot of, you know, people that are full of ego and, 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 and fear. They, they, they don't like, they don't like the beauty. They don't like the beauty of younger generations coming up and showing them up. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm a perfect example of that. I couldn't stand my father for the sense he, he knew, he knew what I had coming <laughs> for me. And he was just trying to shove me down my whole life, man. And I'm, I, 
he may not he may not say that, but it's true, man. They 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 don't support the newer generations coming up because we do have a lot going for us in some sense. So, mm-hmm. um, but once once that generation dies off, I, I hate to say that, but I would rather them heal. I would rather them realize the pain that they've gone through in their past and and come to amends and realize that they don't need that in the future generations. I I would prefer that over, you know, having them, you know, learn the hard way, but. That's why all we can do is stand in the tides of, of, of the future, bro, and try to learn from their mistakes. You know, right. that's that's the only thing we can do. But plug your podcast real quick, bro. T- plug your podcast and your pages for us real quick. Yeah, Restitution Radio. Yeah, Restitution. Rest- yeah it's on uh, – uh, I've got season one done. I uh, just finished episode one on season two. Uh, it's called Evolution Revisited, and I'm just going over all these different aspects within society that need to be uh, evolved. <laughs> I even talk about Biden. How how do we how do we even like make this Biden administration coming in? How do we transmute it to be actually of service? I know we all fear Biden, what he's trying to do, but maybe in some way we can make it good. Maybe in some, and I don't really go too in depth on. It. I probably should, but how do we how do we make this how do we make this this Biden administration actually of service? Is maybe maybe God, you know, the higher vantage point of awareness said this is actually the best way to go there's a lot there's a lot within our system and i do i'll I'll end with this is this is this is probably the biggest point and issue we need to make as a society is recognize it's not us versus them it's actually us versus ourselves for the most part um if these people have any sense of benevolence within them and they look at they look at society and go uh you know, these guys don't even, they don't even know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, like they're, they're trashing, you know, cities, trying to take over cities, tearing up their own businesses. You know, they're, I, I hate to say it, but it's, I think a lot of it's a karmatic thing. You know what I mean? It's like, we're actually killing innocence and using a, a, an actual industry out of, out of animals that actually experience life the same way we do it in the sense of feeling like they care. Mm-hmm. They don't care anything about the pain that they cause other sentient beings if I'm an alien and I'm like benevolent alien looking down on some earth and they're, you know, raping their cow- their cows, chickens, you know, whatever they're eating and raping them and using them as just like a- an item that you'd wear. It's like, I wouldn't want them to succeed either. I would say, fuck mm-hmm. these people. They literally don't give a fuck about any of these. Sorry, excuse my language. It's a passionate thing because I, I, I want this. I want people to realize like, this is really the real problem. It's really where, where we're screwing ourselves in a, in a cosmic sense is, we we're don't disconnected. We are disconnected from nature, straight up. And if we could, if we could learn our ways and not go get that, you know, eat that burger, the chicken, that whatever, you know, just like and like allow these animals to live, or at least, you know, I've eaten meat my whole life. The last four years, I stopped, but I never felt better about myself ever since. I used to be depressed and wondering why I'm not being feeling good in my life, and then like I stopped eating meat, and all of a sudden I. I still light as a feather, you know, and I'm able to focus without feeling like I'm doing something wrong in my life. It made a huge difference in my psychology. People don't, people don't know that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really the big thing is the karmatic debt we got to drop. It's like, it, it would be, f- I think that's, what's really keeping a lot of these, um, big, uh, it's, 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 it's still in the air. Honestly, I think Trump and them still a lot of the money, big money, money, people still eat a lot of meat and still cause a lot of harm in that sense. But, um, yeah, I think that's a real, the real, real battle we're fighting these days is, is our karmatic debt. And we're, 
it's coming into a great great energetic flow in our in our in our galactic system I don't know if you hear about the earth entering a new realm within the uh, space but supposedly it's a new density a new density yeah yes so no i hear you brother there's we are definitely in a spiritual war and it's raging on and those with eyes can see it and we're trying to figure out the vernacular and the language to help describe what we're seeing and that's it we are we are truly in historic times with a spiritual war raging on in front of us and we're trying to figure out what can we do while we don't get caught up in the tide but i want to say thank you for joining us brother this was definitely a powerful uh call i hope you join us again next week uh i jump on your pages real quick i jump i jump on live every time you get on brother so whenever i see jump on i'll get on and you can have a chat um but yeah my uh my uh, instagram well this is my instagram but this is this is my company that i'm working with or that i set up dear nice. network man Dear Network's the system where it's like you go on and uh, it's 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 almost like the grounding for a newer civilization where it comes where we connect these different uh, systems. Um, okay. So so the base is basically recognizing we're all one. I think that's one of the biggest things we have an issue with, or, or, or they're trying to have trying to create some sense of issue. We don't. I don't really think it's an issue. I think it's you talked about this earlier, didn't you? No, Probably, no, no, no. This, but I, I just I got it. I got to try to see if we can get other people on. I definitely want to hear more about the yeah. network. Try to join us next week to talk about it, please. Of course, of course. All right, brother. It's good seeing you. You take care, all right? you, man. Be safe. Be, same to you. Be well. There he goes. Earth evolutionary. I'll definitely put that uh, in the description bar below. And Dear Network, as well as his show, Restitution Radio. You know, and that's that's what I love, man. I love that people are getting active, getting involved, and getting engaged, man, because I felt like such a strangeling for the longest time, hopping up over here, doing this type of stuff, and within a couple of weeks of being back, I have definitely had to eat crow because people are, if not more so fired up, they're doing different, and I just really, really appreciate that. Um, in this segment, I don't know if Lori Alexander of uh, Global Watchman News is still with us, but you know, she started me and it's just nice to see other people get started. I'm not saying I started any of these people, but it's just nice to see other people getting involved and seeing this, this, this true war of ideas begin to enter the mainstream collective. And believe it or not, a lot of people actually have the same thoughts, you know, again, believe it or not, these are not uncommon thoughts. It really does just take people saying these things, stepping out and committing to these things for it to really manifest. And so it's just, it's just beautiful seeing these type of things take place. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely put his information in the description bar below. And he's right. You know, I have a, mul a multitude of other and alternate uh, backup profiles just in case this page goes down. So he's, he's right to do so. Uh, so let's see if we can go ahead and try to get one more person on. And then uh, we will, you know what, let's go ahead and get you on, Miguel. Uh, let's go ahead and get Miguel on, and then we will try to close out this segment for you guys. Miguel, join us. I'm not sure how much time we have, but hopefully, hopefully it doesn't cut out too much. 
It says that you're connecting. It won't let, of course it won't let you, bro. Try to send the request one more time. Of course it won't let you. It's because I was, I, it's because I've been shouting you out throughout the entirety of the show, bro. It's like, no, you don't get to have Miguel. Miguel doesn't come on. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. It sounded like it tried to connect and then just said no again. I'll, I'll, yeah, for sure. Lucas, send me, send me the link to the documentary you were talking about. If not over Instagram, send it to me via Telegram. The Belly of the Beast. I'm not sure where you said it was at. Miguel, here's what we're going to do. Close it, close out the app one more time and then hop back in. And then I'll try to get you, I'll try to get you back in from there, bud. You know how it goes. It's because we're talking. I bet if we were talking about Game of Thrones or Rick and Morty or anything else, we'd be perfectly fine. But because we're talking about things that matter, it ain't letting it happen. Uh, apparently we did have time for another, another call. <laughs> Uh-oh. Lilith Vesna says that she loves my voice and that I need to start a podcast. Lilith, let me tell you that I am going to be a happily married man and soon to be a father, which you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, and any other major podcasting platform. Factions of Freedom. We put out new shows every Friday. Miguel, I'm going to try one more time, bro. Like I, I, I had accepted it. Here. I'm literally picking you out from the crowd and saying, Miguel, join us. Oh, it happened. Maybe. I don't know if you guys can see it. I can see Miguel. But it's just giving me the spinning wheel of death. Maybe. Bro, here. Let's try one more time, and then I must. I'm, I'm. Let's try one more time, bud. Sorry about this, guys. Uh, I just really wanted to hear what Miguel had to say because uh, I want to hear how his job interview went, and I also want to hear how him and his team. He told me that he's getting a, a bunch of people together to do the very same thing, to come up with, like, his own podcast. And so I want to hear. Let's try it one more time, bud. Sons of biscuits, Miguel. Sons of biscuits. Come on now. Yeah. So the reason, again, one of the reasons why I want to get Miguel on is because he is an exclusive member for one. Um, 
he didn't join us in our exclusive members meeting this past Friday because he had a job interview. I was very proud of him. And in between the break, he told me that he was him, him and some local people, some of his friends around him, were going to start getting up like an informational network to do the very same thing. And I think that's super cool because not only are you having like an information disbursement network, but you're also creating like a local activist group that can get this information out there. Oh, yeah, if, if you're sure, bro. He says, I'll just wait for the next exclusive meeting. I don't want to hear that, man. But how about, how about join us? How about for the next Instagram Live next Tuesday? Because everybody already hears. Just join us in the first segment since I've already like preempted you and then just tell everybody because I want them to hear from you, bro. I want them, I want them to hear it straight from you. So yeah, we'll try one more time and then I will uh, close out. Hey, oh, I'm here. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh my gosh. Of course. We had to go through so much trouble just to do that. But I'll just start talking since I don't think we have a lot of time, man. I just want to say, play, yeah, I just want to say congratulations on being father. I know you talked about this a lot, and I'm just proud of you. And you're gonna be a great role model, man. I'm proud of you, man. Like life's amazing. Anyways, um, yeah, ever since Biden got elected, right? Um. Things have really changed a lot. Like, you can really feel it. Like, there's this, this tension going on. And, um, I just feel this urgency um, inside me. Like, I feel like 2020, we thought it was going to be just another year. We thought it was going to be over once the year ended. But um, things are just going to get worse from here on out. I mean, I've been reading the articles about um, Christian persecution and things about censoring people with faith and um the thing about that i mean christians are the number one most prosecuted group in the world like in the entire world bro like it just shows you how evil things are really getting and i mean i just want to share this message with as many people as possible but i mean i run into that same problem where you just try to talk to people and they just don't listen like they're too ignorant man like i mean you can blame them like we're all human like we all like make mistakes but i mean Part of it, we have to blame the education system and all that. But, I mean, when I was in elementary, I was an outcast. I wasn't really into, like, I didn't talk to anyone. So I wasn't indoctrinated as much, you know. Like, I did learn critical thinking and all that on my own. And I just feel like um, starting a platform where you could um, speak your mind and um, tell people the truth is what we need. And, man, I just support what you do. And um, you've... What do you call it? You've inspired a lot of people. Not just you, but a lot of um, independent media outlets, like right now. Um, I really like Crossroads with Joshua Phillip. Uh, he's being demonetized as well. Um, as soon as the inauguration happened, he was demonetized. He was going to, like, go out and, you know, like, do a live. But, I mean, it couldn't happen. And we're just being attacked from all types of fronts. And what I want to start is, um, like, a news outlet that's, like, entertaining you can throw some jokes around there, but I mean, you got to keep it concise and then find a way to let people know that the information's out there and like, you just got to like look for it. And it's really hard, man. Like things are crazy, man. And it's really discouraging. And um, I know a lot of us as humans, we try to like find solutions on our own, but I feel like it's already too late. Like this world is already doomed.
and the best thing we could do is um not try to save it, but just try to save ourselves and save the people we love, our family and loved ones and anyone that's willing to hear. And um yeah, that message comes from like the Bible, like sincerity and all that, like that's what we really need. We need God and we need to be prepared for the afterlife because um they already defeated us here in the physical and what's coming after that is what's really important and that's all really i gotta say man are you still here um for now yeah for now that's all but i mean well, i appreciate it uh, the thing you brought up earlier about um us collecting information that's like a really great idea we should start a library exchange info like Quentin's doing it, and I see him, and he's really knowledgeable. A lot of people are knowledgeable, and we can all, like, work together, man. Like, it's time. Like, I'm tired of, like, you know, like, just using my phone. Like, we can use it as a tool, you know? But, yeah. I agree, I agree bro. I'm, I'm trying, trying to figure, to figure it out myself, being in this position, position how, how I can help. help. It's, it's, I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, man, just do you and take care of your family. It's number one priority. Amen. Yeah, I'm going to take care. I love you all. God bless. And take care. There he goes. There we go. So I will for sure put every single one of our amazing guests' pages in the description bar below uh, because this is what we need to be having. We need to be having honest and open discussions about everything that's going on in our world and coming up with an effective plan of action instead of the prescribed actions that they give us. We only have a small window of action and we have to make sure that the decisions we make are the right ones because they're not for us and for everybody that comes after. I'll say this and I'll start closing out the episode. I was running in 29 degree weather earlier this morning because I like running in the cold. Um, and I couldn't feel anything. I like how quiet it is out in the cold. I like how I can hear the snow crunch, how I can see like little fox prints and then like the hooves of, 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 of buck and then like wolf prints and then like no human prints. I like seeing the empty white because when I do that, I think to myself, you're trailblazing, you're pathfinding, you're way making. These are the thoughts that I had out there in 29 degree weather, fresh snow. There's nobody else out there other than the animals. You have to make chaos order. No one else will. And that's what we have to do. We have to be the trailblazers, the way makers, the pathfinders, the ones that do the work, because it's not for us. We're just out here exploring. It's for the people that come afterwards, you see. So we have an incredible responsibility, my team, an incredible, not necessarily burden, but a job. We've all got jobs to do. We've all got roles to play. And it's up to us of whether or not we step into those roles and become 
the agents of change to become history's actors. It is upon us to do the work. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you guys have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below, as well as all of our amazing guests like Luca, Earth Evolutionary, as well as Mix. I'll put their information, the things they inputted as well uh, with them. But I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition. Uh, Lord willing, I'll be here coronavirus free next week. Hopefully, if I'm not censored. If not, you guys will know where to find me. We have all kinds of plans on top of plans on top of plans. But it is only, uh, it's only through God's majesty that we're able to be here today before you. And so, like I said, Lord willing, coronavirus free, we will be back here with you good people next week talking about these things and more. I hope that some progress is made and I hope that some people find the enlightenment that they're seeking. Uh, but that's all I really have for you guys and gals. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me, not DM me or hit me up over Telegram. Email me. I recognize those. Those are more personal. Email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, as well as Luca, Earth Evolutionary, and Miguel. Out.